This week on Erotic Awakening. No, you already did that. <laughs> what are you doing? I wanted to make sure you could hear me. Yes, I can hear you. Oh, it's been a long day. This week on Erotic Awakening, laurels, Cleveland, and mean penis tricks. Welcome to Erotic Awakening, an exploration of all things erotic. If you are offended by adult topics or prohibited by law, we recommend you stop listening when? right now. The Erotic Awakening Podcast is grateful for the support of our patron community who receive ad-free early access to the podcast, as well as free ebooks, exclusive chats, and a variety of other perks. Thank you to all of our supporters, including our newest one, B. Whimsy. Hi, Don. Hi, Dan. You know... I'm kind of getting a sense of deja vu. <laughs> I wonder why. Because we just recorded this show a second ago, and it did not record. But that's all right. We need the practice. Do we now? No, not at all. 600, We're 600 episodes <laughs> in. We don't need the practice. Today on the podcast, uh, we have a variety of things going on, but we are going to start with, uh, let me introduce... Our guest for tonight is Melanie Crystal. Melanie is the founder and CEO from the company Laurels. And you know what? Ohio Hedgehog is going to be excited because he's the one that sent me the link to the article. Mm -hmm. And he likes to do that. He likes to send me random links. So, And um, it's usually pretty interesting stuff. And... Now we're actually going to be talking about it on the show. Little so. did he know that mm -hmm. that led me down a rabbit hole to go <laughs> actually look at the website and see what laurels were. And I was pretty interested in it because it, it solves a problem that I have. And that led me to see a little button that said, contact us. And boom, <laughs> now we have the CEO of laurels on the show with us. Melanie, thanks for joining us. Yeah. So happy to be here. Thank you. Our pleasure. So... If you don't remember the episode where we talked about it, Laurel, well, actually, Melanie, you're here. You tell us what laurels are. <laughs> sure, absolutely. So laurels are seamless and sexy lingerie that offers oral sex protection without sacrificing pleasure. Laurels fit on the body like underwear, providing a hands-free experience. And our patented products are made of non-porous material, six hundredths of a millimeter thin, allowing full sensation during oral, but with zero fluid transfer and no skin-to-skin -skin contact. Laurels are very easy to use. They come in single-use condom-like like wrappers, and one size fits U.S. sizes 0 through 20. They're vanilla-scented, and they don't taste like rubber. Uh, and customers love orals because they help oral sex givers and receivers feel more confident, comfortable, and protected during oral sex. Awesome. I'm looking forward to <laughs> trying ours out. So... My and I, this is again, I, I went in and I poked at the website, and what you're describing is exactly what it is. It is a pair of panties, but they are latex, they uh, appear to be silky, and they are STI. And I said last time I said it wrong, not STI friendly, the opposite of that, right? <laughs> Approved for use by the FDA for STI protection. Uh, that is pretty kick ass, you know. And, and what. Uh, where does it go? Where to go? First off, apparently sticking up latex <laughs> panties is throwing up my ability much sexier, to hear. Much sexier than that little itty bitty square of latex for a dental dam when you can find them. Yeah. And, and <laughs> Melanie, my understanding is that the idea for this came about as somewhat of a personal journey for you. Yes, it, it was for sure. Um, in, a, in a couple of ways. One, 
One was because when I was in college, I was a sex educator and I would talk about dental dams. I would teach about them and try to encourage people to use them. And people would look at me like I was crazy. Like, you want me to incorporate something that's called a dental dam? And you want me to hold this with two hands in front of my body? Like, I want to use my hands for other things. And, you know, I really understood where people were coming from. It felt like the dental dam had been designed as an afterthought and not with actual sex in mind. So, you know, here and there throughout um, my 20s and my early 30s, I found myself using them and thinking it's good that this exists, but I don't like holding it in place and it keeps turning over. And that seems like it is right? you know, counter, <laughs> counterproductive, yes. definitely not protecting me from STDs when it's turning over. And so then um, I went off on a different career path. I became a lawyer. And while I was working as a lawyer, I got married and I went on my honeymoon with my then wife. And we unfortunately had a little bit of an issue on our honeymoon because I had an STD and it was presenting itself. And we wanted to be able to have the full menu of sexual activities on our honeymoon. And we found ourselves being concerned about having unprotected oral sex. And so we thought about the idea of getting a dental dam, but it really wasn't feasible. There weren't any stores in this, you know, on a on the a remote coast of Mexico where you would be able to get a dental dam, much less in the United States and places like CV, CVS or Walgreens. I mean, dental dams are so unpopular that it's really hard to find them at convenience stores. And then we thought like, even if we would be able to find a dental dam on, on short notice, would we really want to incorporate it into our honeymoon? It just felt so unsexy and so unworthy of what is supposed to be the most romantic experience of our lives. And, you know, I also didn't want to sit there and hold basically this scarlet letter <laughs> in front of my body and feel a little bit bad about myself, you know? So I thought, huh, what if there were a sexy version of this, something that enhanced the intimate experience rather than detract it from it or distract it from it? Um, something that helped me feel really good about myself and sexy and confident, but would still allow us to have all of the oral sex that we wanted. And that's when I had the idea to create sexy, ultra thin latex undies that you could just slip on and have oral sex through. So I thought about it for a while, for several months, and eventually decided to quit my law job and start laurels. That is a heck of a plunge, though, to give up a career and Say, well, you, I've got an idea. I think it'd be valuable. I think it'd be valuable for not just me, but for people that face some of the things I face. Let's roll the dice and see if it works. It was, it was a little bit of a crazy thing to do. Um, <laughs> I felt like this absolutely needed to exist. For me, it was so sad that, you know, 35 years at that point had passed where dental dams were really the only cunnilingus protective product, protective product on the market. I thought that there truly needed to be something that was created with women's bodies in mind. Um, I also started talking with more and more of my friends about their oral sex experiences and kind of floating this idea with them. And so many of them said to me, you know, in my relationship, like, you know, we've been tested and we're not too concerned about STIs, but I turn down oral sex all the time, like if I'm on my period, for example, hmm. and then somebody hmm. else would tell me, oh, I turn down oral sex when my partner has a scratchy beard and it physically hurts me to receive. And then other people would tell me, 
you know, I usually have intercourse a lot more quickly than I have oral sex because oral sex feels really intimate to me. And I love the idea of oral, but then when it comes to the reality, it can feel way too intimate and way too intense. And all of these people told me, you know, actually, if you made this like ultra thin underwear that I could slip on and be able to say yes to oral sex at these times that I'm otherwise turning it down, I could see myself having oral sex so much more often. And so then um, we Laurel's conducted a survey of um, 200 women worldwide. It was um, a nationwide sample and uh, randomized. So I didn't like know these people or anything. And we found that 87% of women had turned down receiving oral sex, even when they wanted to say yes, for a lot of the reasons that my friends had been telling me about. And I realized, huh, you know, this product could not only help people who want to feel more protected during oral sex, but also could help all of these women say yes to oral sex so much more often. And that's great because oral sex is three times more likely to lead to an orgasm than intercourse. And Mm -hmm. I just want the world to be having more oral sex. So basically realized there's something here and it's worthwhile to quit this stable and steady job to create something that hopefully will bring benefit to eventually, you know, millions or hundreds of millions of people worldwide. Very cool. I I think this is awesome because um, I know I've told the swinging story before about um, I told someone I needed to have barriers for everything and it just dot, didn't click with them that that also meant oral. So it's easy to give, it's easy to find a condom to give oral to a guy, right? Yeah. But then he wanted to go down on me and I'm like, not without a dental dam. And he's like, well, what's that? And he's been a swinger for years and had no clue what a dental dam was. So it's it's easier to have intercourse, mm-hmm. see my air quotes, intercourse, even though I don't know why they need air quotes, but anyway, than it is mm-hmm. to receive a tongue. Yeah. <laughs> and, and certainly we know plenty of people um, from a, a, a latex friends mm-hmm. sort of view that would just love something like oh, this. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. So I love all the ways you can use these. I, you know, and one of the things for me is I do, and I, I am a big fan of giving oral sex, but um, it's it feels a little less appealing to somebody I don't know. Because it is such a risk factor, right? I just find that the idea that I could put, you know, provide these, that's just kind of sexy because then we can get mm-hmm. that level of intimacy without having to, oh, baby, I'm going to go down on you after two weeks and we get our STI panels and we get our <laughs> blood work back, right? Uh, so that to me is a, kind of a neat part of it. So, um, yeah, I'm, I'm liking all of it. And I like how you have on there that it's also for rimming. So, you yeah, know, maybe, maybe some people, is- yeah, maybe some people want to try a little bit of the, the back door and they're not really sure if they really want to. And so this is a way to get started. Mm-hmm. So, um, the other thing that I wanted to ask you about though was, is in the pamphlet, you've got STI protection, period time, rimming, which you, you covered the stubble, the kinkiness of wearing mm-hmm. the latex, yep. which you covered, but you've also got dysphoria. So can you explain and with a little brain? So, you know, this is a. <laughs> yes. Um, so that is for uh, generally folks in the LGBTQ community um, or other other people's experience dysphoria as well. But it's basically when you don't feel like your genitalia matches what your gender identity is. And a lot of folks who experience dysphoria 
don't like the idea of having somebody up close and personal when it comes to oral sex. They don't really, um, our customers tell us that they don't really want somebody to be looking at their genitals or thinking about their genitals. However, they still want to experience all those sensations. And so that's one of the great things about laurels is you're able to slip them on and then not really having, not really have to think about anything that's holding you back from enjoying that pleasurable experience. Instead, you're just able to feel all of those sensations and feel the warmth and feel that yummy oral sex action, but without having to think about the things that are distracting or holding you back from pleasure. Awesome. I think these are going to be a hit. So. Very cool. I'm excited for you all to try them, um, <laughs> if you don't mind. <laughs> but uh, it's just such a fun experience to be able to basically, like, you know, bring in this sexy latex to your normal oral sex experience. Um, they they look like silk on the body. On one side, you can actually put them, uh, they're, they're reversible, and, like, there's a shiny side as well if you're more into a shiny look. Um, and then another thing that people really love about laurels is it allows them to switch between cunnilingus and analingus. So uh, like mm-hmm. the vaginal oral sex and uh, oral anal sex um, back and forth and back and forth without having to worry about any kind of bacteria transfer. Um, it really op- like expands the options for being able to engage in all of the oral and the fun that you want to have. Very cool. Well, I think I'm going to add them to the toy bag. Yeah, and that's just, you know, one of the neat things about it is you add it to the toy bag. You add it to your mm-hmm. um, your your repertoire. But also, I feel like, Don, you tell me this is true. As a receiver, it would feel a little bit more comfortable for you to say yes. Mm-hmm. For me to say, well, yeah, I'd like to do, I want to go down on you person who I just met at this at this BDSM <laughs> event, but I've got protection that you can wear. So it wouldn't be the, you know, literal, I'm making contact with you, and yet I am because of the, mm-hmm. the thinness of the material and, and the fact that we're still right there. Yeah. I'm looking forward to it. I got one more question for you, if you don't mind, Melanie. Yeah, for sure. I am known as a the kind of person when I go, uh, I don't, how do I say this appropriately to a CEO? When I go down on a lady. I hear it all. <laughs> okay. I am a nibbler. I, I am the one who likes yeah. to nibble. Are, mm-hmm. are these going to hold up to my, my teeth? So, yes. Um, but, you know, so, so the reason that I'm pausing is because um, – only recently was it that we received FDA clearance for STI protection during oral sex. Mm-hmm. Um, prior to that point, laurels were on the market for a variety of reasons. Um, a lot of the things that I mentioned, like period oral, partner having a scratchy beard, kink. And one of the things that we talk about a lot in the kink community is that laurels are snappable and stretchable and like honestly breakable. Like you can rip through them and really like have all the fun that you want. And then also things like nibbling or sucking really hard. Um, When it comes to nibbling for the FDA cleared STI protection version of laurels, uh, they should be able to stand up to it, but we wouldn't necessarily recommend it Mm -hmm. because the purpose of it is to protect against STIs. So if you're going to engage in in play with the product, you know, you you do want to be careful that it 
stays protective of STIs the entire time. That said, laurels are incredibly strong, very, very stretchy, um, and they go through a whole host of tests to ensure that they will stay like, uh, you know, comfortable and um, unbreakable during oral sex. Very cool. Well, awesome. Uh, so, so if you want to be the predator and and rip them off of somebody with your teeth, that would be phenomenal. But, but not necessarily. But not necessarily. <laughs> if <laughs> keep that in mind, Fair. just like a condom, yeah. you don't want yeah. to bite through it. So, yeah. So for kinky play, I would recommend <laughs> our uh, Laurels for Pleasure product um, that's targeted to the kink community, and then also um, for people that just want to add a little bit of spice to the relationship by you know, incorporating sexy latex lingerie. Um, And then for STD protection, our product Laurels for Protection uh, is for those particular purposes. Awesome. And you have a variety of other, uh, you know, we've talked about too, but I've seen you've got a couple of other bikini bottoms. And uh, if I remember correctly, there's even a boxer version. Where can I go find out more about Laurels? Yeah, so we have a bikini style and a shorty style. Um, we will be expanding over time and, you know, have a variety of different other styles as well. But we found that these um, are pretty popular among, well, both of them are very popular among our customers. And it's pretty much an equal split between people who choose bikinis and who choose shorties. So laurels are available at mylaurels.com. It's M-Y-L-Oral-S.com. And what does oral laurels stand for? I actually saw it on the website, but I thought it was cool. Yeah, so it's the words of our tagline combined. And our tagline is love oral always. We want everyone to have as much oral as they possibly can and always love the experience. And so basically we put we took the letters of those words, pulled them together, and turned them into our name morals. Fantastic. Melanie, thank you very much for uh talking to us today about laurels hang out with us uncomfortably for a little bit as we wrap this thing up <laughs> don yeah happy to say. <laughs> uh, you and i will be jumping on an airplane not too long heading for the test fest on july 4th weekend up in new jersey we certainly will so and you can find out more about this with our newsletter so keep up with all of our events book news and discounts and more via the erotic awakening newsletter and you'll get your cool ea shout out like greg from new york jason from west virginia janie from cleveland who we got to meet over the weekend harry from ohio uh chloe Chloe. from ohio nice and kim from ohio noticed all that ohio going on there so that's because we just taught in cleveland so we happen to have the opportunity to to travel up oh sorry i didn't say the end bit say the end bit (laughs) head over to eroticawakening.com and subscribe today we happen to have the opportunity to head up to the cleveland ohio just this past weekend we did a uh three-hour intensive on polyamory for the academy of fetish arts and an hour of sexual BDSM where these would have come in awesomely handy they would because have. we were having demo bottoms that some we knew and some we didn't. So, yeah, we had to put all the other stuff into place for protection. The Academy of Fetish Arts in Cleveland was first time we've been to that space. Long time have we known the people that have run it, Rand and Mother Superior Mm -hmm. and Hawk and many others. Fantastic play space. Super clean. Super inclusive. Oh, yeah. Uh, Just the... Yeah, the only reason we haven't been there before is because we had our own space down here, and we were busy every weekend. (laughs) It is much better to go to somebody else's thing. Absolutely. 
Uh, guess because, you know, like when you're at somebody else's thing, if you're tired, you, you go. You, you leave. Go home. You go home. Take a nap. <laughs> so had a fantastic time up there in the Cleveland. Thank you very much. Uh, and we will exp- – we are going to come – I have to – I'll toot my own horn here for – or our horn for – our horn here for <laughs> – this is not a sexual innuendo, <laughs> Melanie. I'm getting to uh, toot your own horn. Four, three, four minutes after we were done with the second presentation, uh, they asked us, so when are you coming back? What Can we put it in the calendar right now? Which, when you do a presentation, that's kind of a nice... You always want to hear that. Yeah, so, yep, absolutely. Uh, unfortunately, like we've said before, we're full-time RVers, so we won't be in town when they need us, but we can try to make something happen. We will make something happen. Absolutely. I'd love to go back. And just like that, we have pretty much wrapped up the show, with the exception of we have three fetishes. Uh, <laughs> Melanie, I, uh, as per the uh, CEO appearing on a podcast contract, you are bound to answer <laughs> wait, one of these wait. fetishes. She used to be a lawyer. I don't oh, think you yeah, can I'm get full away of shit. with that. I apologize. Don't sue me. I just made all that shit up. <laughs> we'll see how this goes. I'm, I, I, I listened to this uh, game in another episode, and I thought it was pretty awesome. So. Well, that yeah. was a different episode. Wait till you see what we got on this one. No. But <laughs> pick a number, one, two, or three. Oh, um, two. Okay. Um, pet play. Uh, basically any kink where somebody is acting like a domesticated pet, cats, dogs, bunnies, might involve leashes, collars, that kind of thing. You know, it, it got any interest in pet play, ever involved in pet play? So I am very supportive of pet play. I've never engaged in pet play before. Although I remember I was at a sex conference once and I was like checking out the dildos that had the like tails at the back of mm-hmm. them. And they're so cool. Like... <laughs> That's a really fun item. So, yep. yeah, pretty open-minded coming from a, a oral sex uh, <laughs> product life. So maybe one day. <laughs> <laughs> so um, I know for me with pet play, I, I never really kind of understood it. Mm-hmm. One of our first friends in the kink community was a pony. And I know a couple of other ponies. And oh, pet pups is big in the leather sure. community now. We've actually um, judged a pup contest in Chicago. Mm -hmm. Remember that? Mm -hmm. The only time I never really got it, right? Role-playing is hard for me sometimes. And I know for some people it's not role-playing per se, you know, like a game. But um, I did get to experience it once. Do you remember that high protocol dinner? Yeah. So I couldn't figure out. So we did a high protocol dinner and we were going to do pets on parade for the entertainment. And of course, like I said, there were some people that were pups, some people that were ponies. I didn't really get that headspace. So I was going to be a kitten. And this is before kittens was popular. So I was going to be a kitten, but I ended up being a freaking snarky kitten. I climbed up on that couch and I'm a submissive. I don't, this was a high protocol dinner. I mean, I, I don't do these things, but man, I got into that cat mode and I stretched out on that couch and a dominant came over and told me to move and I just, this is my couch. <laughs> That's awesome. That was pretty cool. <laughs> that was pretty cool for a one and done story. For a one and done story. Uh, yes, yeah. sir. <laughs> um, all right, Don, one or two? So I'm going to go one. Oh, I'm not two. Two's already done. One or three, and you're still going with one. Mm-hmm. Sigh, Don, how do you feel about penis humiliation? You know, when you have insulting a man's penis, either size, appearance, performance. 
love it. No, you just kidding. <laughs> just or kidding. You can do what you want <laughs> no. when you're out with your poly partners. No, 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 no. Um, not my thing. I know people that it is absolutely uh, their yep. thing, and they totally just jive with that. And um, it's not mine at all. So I'm not into that sort of humiliation. I like sexual, sensual humiliation, like, you know, using words like slut and whore and, you know, things like that, but not degradation, humiliation, giving or receiving. And I am in the same place. Melanie, you ever uh, look at a penis and say, how dare you? You're a penis or whatever kind of humiliation thing that comes up. I mean, so so I'm bi, but like I'm pretty gay, and <laughs> I was very surprised yesterday because I was in, I was like hanging out at this event called Dyke Day, and I was chilling with a bunch of lesbians, and we got into a conversation about like several of them were talking about how beautiful penises are. No. And, I just thought that was so interesting. I was like, this is not the conversation I was expecting to have at Dyke Day. Um, <laughs> so, I mean, among my among my friends, apparently they would be much more interesting interested in praising penises <laughs> than in humiliating them. I, I, I will I will lean towards praising penises more so than humiliating them. <laughs> praising penises, praising pussies. We can do it all. Well, good. What, what am I doing? <laughs> so, well, you get number three. Uh-huh. All right. So I got to try to pronounce this one. Phalloorchia uh, golagagina. It's a lot of words. It starts with a P and ends with an A. So arousal from pain directed towards male genitals. See also cock and ball torture. Well, no wonder they just call it cock and ball torture. That's <laughs> one heck of a word. You know, the first time I heard CBT, I thought it was computer-based training. <laughs> I thought it was cognitive-based therapy. <laughs> Either way, <laughs> Dawn, how do you feel about doing CBT? And don't tell me you haven't done it. Oh, wait, but this is your question. Oh, shit. <laughs> uh, Arousal from pain directed at your penis. As a receiver, I pass. I have never received intentional cbt i've only received unintentional cbt (laughs) oops i accidentally kicked you in the jimmy uh i I cannot imagine oh the closest thing i've ever done to cbt is coming out of surgery i was high as a kite and they pulled out the catheter and for all the drugs that were in me has suddenly just disappeared and i was like uh no I hate this more than anything I've ever experienced. So I would not be a good bottom for CBT. I have no interest in topping CBT most of the time. Yeah. Every once in a while, I'll see somebody doing CBT and think, oh, that's an interesting technique. I have clothespins. I could do this. Well, you know, I've got friends that actually trained me a little bit in CBT. I know. Because I had someone in my life that was interested in giving it a try. And and even giving CBT, I'm very gentle because I don't want to hurt them as they experience this new thing. And even then, they were like halfway into what I had planned. They're like, nope, tried it, don't like it, we're done sort of thing. So I'm okay with that. I think it's uh, hilarious that our guest tonight identifies as pretty gay, and sixty-six <laughs> percent of our questions are all penis-based. Penis-based. Yeah, I know. What, what's with that? <laughs> I would say that, like in my experience with penises, it was not about torturing them. Instead, it like it has been about 
which like, you know, there's probably some kind of gay joke in there, but, uh, <laughs> but yeah, no, I'm, I, I, I've enjoyed my experiences with people with penises. It's been fine. Um, but in terms of like pain in the genitalia, I would say like pain, perhaps in other types of genitalia might be possibly where I lean on this, uh, on this question. I am totally going to read that the way I want to hear that. (laughs) (laughs) You used your lawyer skills to dance around, but I've translated that for myself. There you go. Nice, nice. Don, fortunately, tentacles don't feel pain. They don't. I bet they do. Don't say that. But tentacles, we have tentacle pictures. No food on boobs this time. What happened to that? So um, Ordith from FetLife sent me a link of a tentacle trinket box so melanie if if you're not aware i'm really into tentacle sex so a lot of people oh yeah i i love the whole alien and tentacles and paranormal all that type of stuff and um, so people send me a lot of uh tentacle pictures so we got the tentacle trinket box from ordith um, a judgy stuffed octopus from minotaurus you're gonna have to show me that i cannot (laughs) picture a judgy Oh, you know, it, it looks judgy when you, when I okay. pull up the picture right, of it. It's ahead. on our um. So we have a Discord channel, and our patrons get a um room called Not Safe for Work, and that's where some of these pictures get posted. So a judgy stuffed octopus by Minotaurus, tattoos by Traver. Traver's always got something as well. Awesome tattoos. Mm-hmm. Um, stockings. So uh, like uh, nylons. Right. This is another version of the, I don't know if it's rubber or silicone. Mm -hmm. I bet it's silicone that's pressed into octopus leg shapes and um, stuck to the nylon. So really awesome. I'm going to have to get a pair at some point. And then Trevor remembered that I like picnic table sex as well. So he sent a naughty picture (laughs) on picnic tables. Do you know how hard it is to be in all these damn RV parks with all these picnic tables right outside the door? And I can't do anything about it. I told you. We'll as get long, kicked out. Just wait till the last day that we're scheduled to be there. And then if we get kicked out, it's not the worst thing in the world. We'll be blacklisted. <laughs> that would not be so great. But we do have a swing RV park that we're going to be visiting in a couple of weeks in August. Yes, we will. I wonder if they will. have picnic tables. I will say, and, and Melanie, <laughs> we'll go back to talking about penises for a moment, simply because I have one. Regardless of the fact that I've been uh, in alternative lifestyle for some 20 years, and we've been doing this podcast for 11 years, and... 13. For a long time. <laughs> I will say that the idea, we're going to this RV camp, uh, this this nudist swinger camp. Well, it's not nudist yet, yeah, swinger. Oh, I thought it was a nudist camp, too. It's, there's a difference. If they're claim, if they claim they're a nudist camp, that means it's family oriented. If they're a swinger camp, then it's adult oriented. Oh, yeah. Okay. Well, I'm more comfortable then because the the odd thing is, I don't mind having sex in public, but having conversations while I'm naked that's scary. I don't know why. <laughs> <laughs> And it's, so, uh, I maybe. really get it. I don't like going to like Korean spas with my friends or anything. To me, I, it, it's just very strange to be having like everyday conversations while being like completely naked. It, it's not my thing. Yeah. Yeah. Well, a new product line for laurels, right? You could be very mostly true, naked. You just need skin color ones. <laughs> Take awesome. a moment to 
support the podcast. Rate us on Apple Podcasts, Google Play, Stitcher, Spotify, or wherever you listen. Or just tell your friends. How about some music, Don? Sounds like a plan. Take a moment to support the podcast. Oh, I did that already. <laughs> Feel free to reach out to us. We love interacting with you. Contact us with questions, podcast comments, or just to say hi. You can find us as Dan and Dawn on the Twitter in FetLife. And we're Erotic Awakening on Instagram. Use the links from the Erotic Awakening website for Facebook and Discord. Or just email us at Dawn at eroticawakening.com. Bye, Dan. Bye, Dawn. Bye, Bye Melanie. Bye, Grayson. Meet you guys. Ha, ha, ha.